Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Spend this hour with us learning how you can protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of an extended health care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting long-term care planning options available. As a certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott will help you make sense of your options. Now, here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. You know, we're inundated with advertising, and a lot of it is focused on creating a particular image or lifestyle around an item. If you have this, then you'll be happier, or people will like you more, or, you you know, they're, they're selling us really the dream is what they're doing. And also, you'll see a lot of times they sell us the glitz or the sizzle, and there's a saying in sales actually that says, sell the sizzle, not the steak, meaning sell the dream or the perceived outcome, not the actual item. And back when I was in college, I totally fell into this trap and bought the dream. I was summer school. It was uh, after my junior year, so between my junior and senior year, and I was taking summer classes. And I was riding my bike home from the campus at Colorado State University. And right there in the parking lot, um, this was the parking lot reserved for the professors, there's this just beautiful-looking car, a 1968 Porsche 912 with a for-cell sign in the window. It was this real pretty Porsche blue, black interior. It just looked perfect. And like a lot of 21-year-old boys at the time, I just loved cars. I mean, I just I, I liked the idea of what a nice car could do for you. And at the time, I was driving a 1970 Volkswagen Bug. It was an ugly duckling, to say the least. It was originally a pale yellow car, and the inside was still that color. If you ever remember the old bugs, it was like the inside outside was kind of the same, and then they had some little door panels. So the inside was still this pale yellow, but the outside of the car had been painted with literally a roller and a brush, and it was like this brick kind of dark red uh, flat paint. And so it looked like a junker. I mean, going down the road, it looked like a junker, but, you know, it actually drove really well. The guy that had it that I bought it from had spent all his money just basically doing the mechanics, the engine, rebuilding everything. And I drove that all over Colorado. I drove it from northern Colorado down to southern Colorado to see my parents. I took it skiing, and that car just never let me down. So here I am seeing this Porsche for the first time. And it was beautiful. And if you, if you don't know, a Porsche 9, a 911 is their main sports car. A 912 was like kind of a cheaper version. It just had a smaller engine, like a, 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 a smaller four-cylinder engine instead of the six. And it was just a cheaper version of that car. So it was they just made it for a few years. So here I am seeing this thing in the summer, and I finally get you know the, the, the nerve to get the phone number, and I call this guy that owned it. And he was a professor there at Colorado State University. And he you know, gave me the song and dance. Yeah, I reconditioned this car, painted it, just got it back. looks great, runs great, everything's good on it. So we went for a drive. And I decided at that time, when I'm driving around this car, it's like, okay, whatever it takes, I'm going to make this happen. I was working at the time. I had some savings. And I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy this car. And so we ended up negotiating a little bit. And he sold it to me for, it was $4,000 even. I remember that. That's what I paid for it. And so I didn't have quite that much money, so I borrowed a little bit from my parents to get the car until I sold my Volkswagen Buck. So I did that. Everything was good until summer hit, and it started to get hot. And what I noticed was the car started to stall out at stop signs, and it, it just wouldn't idle properly. It really struggled uh, when you just pulled up and you were idling. And then I started having problems with the ignition. I would turn the key, and nothing would happen. It wouldn't start. And it turns out that there was this like little starter box in the back where mechanics could start it. And so this guy was showing me how that worked. You could just touch this wire to this like little junction box, and you get the car to fire up that way. But anyway, I started having all these problems. I ended up taking to this independent dealer that specialized in German cars. And he kind of went through the car and said, look, this car has been wrecked. It was rebuilt. It wasn't rebuilt properly. There's a lot of problems. You're going to have a lot of ongoing problems with it. But he was a really nice guy. I understood I was just kind of like the, the working poor kid in college. And so he patched it up and kept that thing running for me. Then the winter came. Turns out that this car did not have any heat. And if you know anybody that had an old Volkswagen Bug or an old air-cooled um, Volkswagen, they used these heater boxes, which were these boxes they put on the exhaust pipes by the engine that ran hot air through, and then it would pump that hot air inside. So as soon as you got the car fired up, and it was, it was putting out this hot exhaust. It would heat up these boxes, and then you could blow air into the car. That was heater. Well, this car didn't have those heater boxes. These were just straight pipes. 
And when I found out that the, the dealer pointed this out to me, I thought, oh boy. And he's like, well, how much, how much does that cost to get the heater boxes? And he's like, oh, it's about $900. It was about 25% of the price of the car. So of course I didn't get the heater boxes for this. It was just ended up being just, you know, way out of, out of my range. And I had all these other issues with it. So that ended up being a nightmare because I went home to see my parents at Christmas down in the San Luis Valley. In the San Luis Valley, well, in the winter, a lot of times their high temperature is well below zero. And this was one of those times. I think it was like 10 degrees. And I literally just froze. I had all my like camping gear and heaviest boots on and everything. I was just miserable, just miserable. But the bottom line is, you know, I thought I was buying this really cool sports car from a professor who had restored it, and it was going to be this great investment. And in fact, those 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 912s today are, are selling for $50,000 or more now if they're in good shape. And so that's what I thought I was buying, something I was going to have, and it was going to go up in value. But instead, I got this poorly rebuilt car that had a bunch of problems that needed to be addressed, and that was just an eye-opener for me. And the bottom line is, I just didn't know what I was buying. And the reason why I want to tell you this story is because I just got back from a conference in Denver, and, and this was something that came up in one of the sessions that I sat in. Believe it or not, this happens every day in the long-term care insurance business. People just don't know what they're buying. And, and the conference I'm talking about was the Intercompany Long-Term Care Insurance Conference, or the ILTCI, which is held every year. This year it was in Denver. And one of the meetings I sat through was a course. It was, it was for legal, so they had it was legal compliance. And it was talking about the development of hybrid long-term care plans. Now, what was interesting was the conversation started off questioning what they're called. And let me explain what I mean. Hybrid long-term care plans combine long-term care insurance with another benefit. Most of the time, it's life insurance. That's the most common. But there are a few programs out there that use an annuity. And I've even seen it on some term life insurance as well. But the idea is hybrid, meaning it's part this, part that. So part life insurance, part long-term care. Well, the other names that are used commonly are asset-based long-term care. That's what I, I prefer to use as asset-based long-term care, meaning there's an asset to the estate, even if you don't use it for long-term care. But the IRS calls them linked benefits, meaning we are linking two things together, long-term care insurance with another benefit. So there's really three names that essentially describe the same thing. Long-term care insurance that has another benefit outside of just the long-term care. Now, the, one of the goals of the hybrid policy is to make sure if you don't use your policy that there's some other value in that policy. You're not just walking away from it. So that's where the name hybrid comes from. We've got two things together, part long-term care insurance, part life insurance is really what the vast majority of them are. But there's a dirty little secret to hybrid policies. Many consumers just don't understand what they're buying. And this is something that was the point of the discussion on the panel conference. You know, the, the, the idea is that what do we call these policies? Hybrid policies, long-term care policies, asset-based policies, linked benefits. But hybrid seems to be this common overlapping name, but it also describes some policies that really aren't long-term care insurance. So what is the secret? Simply put, not all hybrid plans actually have a long-term care benefit. And many consumers just aren't aware of that or what they are buying. So I'm going to squeeze in my first break here a little bit early, but stick around. We've got a lot to talk about. And when I come back, I'm going to explain to you what you need to know when you hear the term hybrid. I'll be right back. Long-term care radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you reposition some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. 
Join my friends from 525 Advisors for their next free long-term care planning live webinar. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up. You'll learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com. The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start with 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. All right, welcome back. And um, by the way, we've got a couple classes coming up on the 1st. So that's next Saturday. That's going to be my first first class is uh, Saturday the 1st of April. That's going to be a... 8 a.m. kickoff West Coast time, 9 a.m. kickoff Mountain time. And you guys can just work backwards, do the math for those of you on the East Coast. And then the following Thursday, the 6th, we're going to have another class. And that's going to be an afternoon class. That's going to be a 3 p.m. kickoff Pacific time. And all that information is available on our website at 525longtermcare.com. Just click attend an event and it'll walk you through the registration and we will send you an email link and it's a live webinar so you get to uh, join us and you'll you'll meet me you'll meet my case manager and uh, we'll have a nice little discussion and learn a lot of this stuff and then we'll answer questions for you as well and by the way you can always subscribe and download to our podcast while you're at our website as well there too we try to keep a lot of the um, past issues up there about a year's worth but you can always get notified when we let a new podcast come out so this week, um, we're going to talk a little bit, you know, the title of the, the podcast is going to be Know What You're Buying. So if you, you ever want to go back in and download it because you missed some of it, that's going to be the name of it. But what we're really talking about is we're going to discuss what we call hybrid long-term care plans, which are also known as asset-based plans or linked benefit. And at the long-term care conference in Denver last week, I attended this panel discussion on the development and use of hybrid products. And one of the main concerns was the name, where hybrid came from and how it was used. And here's what it really boils down to. Many of the hybrid plans being sold today are not long-term care insurance. They are chronic care riders attached to either a life insurance policy or some kind of annuity. And I've even seen them again on term policies, which term policy is like you know, a 10-year level term or 20-year level term just means that policy is going to expire after those you know, 10 years or 20 years. So I've seen chronic care riders on those types of life insurance policies as well. Well, the point of the panel uh, was that many, if not most of the people who have an insurance policy with a chronic care rider have no idea of how much they will receive out of their policy in the future should they end up in an extended care situation. Now, how can this be? Let's talk this through for a second. So you buy this policy, it's got a chronic care rider, you have no idea what you're going to get out of it. Well, let's back up for just a second here and discuss long-term care insurance versus chronic care. There are a few key issues I want you to know when we look at long-term care versus chronic care riders on insurance policies. Long-term care insurance is defined by the IRS as Section 7702B, as in boy. So 7702B, as in boy. That's long-term care insurance. That's a long-term care rider. It triggers and pays out differently than a chronic care rider. 
triggers on two out of six activities of daily living. So that means I need help with two out of six activities of daily living, which is quite simply put as transferring, bathing, toileting, dressing, eating, and continence. It's what we do every day. So I need help with any two of those. I'm going to trigger my policy or I am diagnosed with a cognitive impairment. That's going to trigger my long-term care insurance policy. So that's those are the rules. They're defined that way. It is also for a condition that is expected to last 90 days or more. It does not have to be permanent. So the doctor says, hey, you know, you had a a, a stroke. You're expected to heal up, but it's going to be more than 90 days. That's a long-term care event. You will trigger your policy. Benefits on long-term care insurance riders come back to the client tax-free. That's the whole idea of this. It's supposed to be a tax-free source of money to pay for care when you need it. So that is a 7702. That's That's some of the key points that you need to understand. Now, let's switch over to chronic care riders, which are defined as section, this is defined by the IRS as section 101G, as in girl. That is what a chronic care rider is labeled. Now, chronic care riders are different than long-term care insurance riders. They give insurance carriers a lot more latitude in the way the plans pay out and are triggered. Many of the chronic care riders require the situation to be permanent. Now, think about this for a second. Strokes, cancer, auto accidents, there's a lot of events that can put us into an extended care situation for a period of time, which are not going to be permanent. And this is one of the small print things that a lot of carriers still use with their chronic care riders is that has to be a permanent situation. Now, they may trigger on two out of six activities of daily living, but they may also require confinement in a nursing home. You'll see this on, especially the annuities. Uh, There's annuities out there that say, oh, we'll give you you know, $800 a month for life, but if you end up in a nursing home, we'll give you $2,400 a month. They require that nursing home stay. That's a chronic care rider, okay? They may also limit the amount that they pay out. That's something that's different. So a a, a long-term care benefit, you say, I want $6,000 a month. I want it with 3% inflation. You have a defined benefit in the future. Chronic care riders don't have to do that. They, they, They can limit what they pay out. And they may also pay out in just a single lump sum which makes means if you you get a hundred thousand dollar check, but you're only spending you know thirty thousand dollars on long term care. Well, guess what? You've got seventy thousand dollars of income that you got to claim and pay taxes. So those benefits are not always tax free. Now we can go on and on, but the important takeaway that you need to understand here is that chronic care is not long term care insurance, and it's actually illegal to market and to sell chronic care riders as long term care insurance. Now, one of the most important differences I want you to understand between long-term care insurance and chronic care riders is that long-term care insurance provides that defined guaranteed benefit, and most chronic care riders don't. Chronic care riders can provide a defined benefit, so they can say, yes, you have $5,000 a month to use for X amount of years. They can do that, but the overwhelming majority of people with a chronic care rider have no idea how much benefit they're going to get in the future if they need to use it for an extended care situation. In fact, based on LIMRA, LIMRA is the Life Insurance Marketing and Research Organization. They study all types of insurance. Their statistics bear out that 91% of policies with chronic care riders provide no guaranteed benefits in the future, meaning the people have no idea what they're going to get out. So why is that? Well, let's go back to these 101G chronic care riders and how they're used and sold to consumers. The vast majority are simply attached to a life insurance policy, usually permanent life insurance, universal life, whole life, something like that. That's usually where we see them attached. I have seen a few, again, attached to term policies, but as a general rule, they're attached to some type of permanent life insurance. The way they are marketed is a way for you to use your life insurance to pay for long-term care expenses if you become, quote-unquote, chronically ill. And you can see the value of the life insurance. You can use that value in the life insurance to pay for care if you are chronically ill. And again, chronically ill is its own definition based on that insurance carrier, how they set that up. It's not like long-term care where we know what it is. You need help with two ADLs. You're cognitively impaired. It's expected to last 90 days or more. That's long-term care insurance. Chronic care is all over the board. The, The insurance carrier can say, well, it needs to be permanent and you need to be in a nursing home. So here's the problem. What do most people go out and buy permanent life insurance for? So that means life insurance that is not going to expire on you. Why do most people buy that? Well, estate planning is often a reason, right? I know that when I die, X amount of money is going to go back to the estate tax-free. So a lot of that's 
when we use life insurance for estate planning, but also for cash value growth or for what we call tax-free retirement income. Because remember, if I have a permanent life insurance policy, I'm paying premium as it's earning dividends, I'm building cash value under current IRS rules, I can pull that cash value back out. I can even pull that growth back out because you're earning dividends, you're earning interest. I can pull that money back out tax-free to use in retirement without canceling my life insurance policy. So that's why a lot of people buy these. So when we add a chronic care rider to a life insurance policy, that 101G, we have two ways to pay for it. The first way is now. The second way is later. And let me dig into that for you so you can kind of understand what I'm saying. If you want to pay for that rider right now, they'll say, okay, do you want to put a 101G rider on that so you can use the value for chronic care situation in the future? You say, okay, I want to do that. Well, they're going to put a charge in there. There's going to be an ongoing charge. And that charge or that fee is going to put a drag on the cash value growth of the policy because, again, think of that think of that account as earning interest and that insurance company saying, well, we're going to keep some of that interest to pay for that rider. So that's kind of what they do. And so that puts a drag on that policy. And so it doesn't look as good when we illustrate it, meaning a policy without that 101G rider on it is going to have higher cash growth. It's probably going to have a higher death benefit if we go out 20 or 30 years. And so you're seeing that growth on it. However you have a predictable amount to use in a chronic care situation when you pay for that rider up front. So that's how people can do it. Now, remember, the second way you can pay for this chronic care, which is 91% of these chronic care riders out there, I mean, it's unbelievable, over 9 out of 10 of these riders are, I will pay later, meaning you're going to let the insurance company figure out the cost at the time that you make a claim. So they're going to go in and they've got some you know, some big old calculus problem that they're going to use to figure out this equation to come up with numbers to tell you, oh, this is how much money you can use for chronic care. And you have no way of figuring that out. You don't know what this is. And that's part part of the problem. And it sounds ludicrous. But again, 91% of the chronic care riders out there are sold this way. So what it does is it makes the life insurance look better, especially for people that are trying to build cash value for retirement because there's not a drag on that growth. It gives you higher dividends. It gives you higher cash value. It's going to give you a higher death benefit, so it looks better. However, you, the customer, you have no idea how much or what you will receive in the event that you end up in a chronic care situation. And I'm going to keep saying chronic care because it's different than long-term care. Just remember that. So there's actually a current case right now that uh, we were going over in this panel discussion where there's a woman who had one of these policies and she went to file a claim for chronic care. She's in a permanent health situation. And guess what? They came back and said you can have, out of a $500,000 death benefit, they said she can have $300 a year for four years out of a half million dollar policy. That was it. So it was based on age and it's based on all these other calculations that they put in. And so really what it boils down to, it's just worthless, you know, and this is going to the courts because she's like, that's not what I bought. I thought I bought something that had a chronic care rider that also had life insurance. And my key point to this is me, you know, it's just like me buying that car. You know, it, it looked beautiful on the outside, but once you got under the hood, you realized it was just a piece of junk. And that's what we're seeing out there with these chronic care riders, life insurance is being sold with chronic care riders. People are under the assumption that they have long-term care insurance. They don't. They have a chronic care rider. Most of them don't have any clue on what they can pull out of that, if they can pull out, or when they can pull out. And most of them are never going to meet the definitions of a chronic care trigger. Because again, those insurance companies, a lot of them will say, well, it looks just like long-term care insurance. It triggers on two out of six activities of daily living or cognitive impairment. We're starting to see that language but then read a little bit deeper and, oh yeah, it's got to be permanent or it has to be in a facility, meaning you can't use that care at home, or we're just going to give you a lump sum of X amount. And so then you're going to have a taxable event. So there's all kinds of problems on this. And I think you just have to understand that, you know, this was the point when we look at Limra does this study and they go out there and they ask people who are covered for long-term care. There's a huge chunk of the population out there that is heading into the tunnel And they think, you know, they can see the light at the end. They think they're covered. They think they have long-term care insurance. And the sad truth is they don't. They have a chronic care rider that in most situations is probably going to be useless to them. So I'm looking at my clock here. I need to take a quick break, but stick around when I come back. I'm going to introduce you to our client of the week, Henry. 
Henry came to us after losing his wife to cancer. He wanted to get a plan to protect his children and his estate. I'll show you what we found out about him and how we set up a plan to take care of him. We'll be right back. Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. All right, and we're back. And thanks again for tuning into the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. Again, you can always subscribe and download our podcast at 525longtermcare.com. You can sign up for a class, and there's a lot of examples and a lot of other information on our website as well. And if you're new to Long-Term Care Radio, we bring out a new episode every single week. And at the bottom of the hour, um, we bring you a client of the week. And again, a client of the week is just to show you how we kind of sat down with a client and figured it all out and designed a program. Because again, that's what we're doing when we're setting up a long-term care insurance plan is we're customizing and designing a plan based on your situation and what you're looking to get out of that. And this week I've got Henry. Henry is 72, uh, just a great guy. He lost his wife a couple, uh, just a little over a year ago after a long battle with cancer. And he was the primary caregiver. And, uh, you know, he was just in that, you know, for those of you that are caregivers out there listening, you know, right? It's like you're managing your life and someone else's life. And it turns out you don't have a lot of time to think for yourself. So the dust is kind of settled. You know, he's he's kind of settling out the estate. And what he really decided he wanted to do is look into long-term care insurance planning because he was a primary caregiver. He went through all of that. He does not want to pass that burden on to his kids. He has three grown kids. He has seven grandchildren. And he said, I just don't want my kids to do that. I don't want to be a burden on them. I want to get something set up so that I have a plan to help me should I end up in a care situation. And, you know, number one, after, you know, caring for his wife, he just, he realized what a burden that was, you know, how complex it was and what a time constraint was. He had built a nice estate up and he wanted to protect that. He said, you know, I'd rather use my money to spend on my grandkids and travel and do some things that I want to do. And so that was important to him as well. Um, His other concerns is he just wanted to make sure that he could stay in control of his care options. Again, after navigating the system and seeing how people are or, or, you know, kind of bossed around by the medical system, so to speak. Like, you got to go here, you got to do this, you got to do that. A lot of people don't understand. They don't understand the rules. And so he got to navigate that firsthand. And he said, you know, I'm going to stay in control of my care options, and I want a plan that's going to help me do that as well, too. And he was really concerned about just navigating the medical system as a whole. Because, again, you know, you go to the hospital, the doctors are telling you one thing, then a social worker comes in and tells you another thing, and then they move you here, and then that facility tells you this. And he said it's just really a lot of paperwork and a lot of mess, and so those were his big concerns. And so that's what really drew Henry in. And by the way, you know, think about this. He's 72 years old, and he said he looked back at long-term care planning years ago, and they're just like, ah, oh, you don't need to worry about it. You got enough money, you're going to be fine. And then he lived through a situation with his wife, and he said, you know, there's a lot more to this than just a check. And that's what we're always trying to explain to people. It's it's more than money. Here's what we found out about Henry when I, I started working with him. Number one, he was in really good shape. I mean, he was tired from being a caregiver. You know, he was, he was kind of trying to get himself back physically in shape and stuff. But um, outside of, you know, taking some, some um, blood pressure medication and a statin for cholesterol, that was it. Henry had no other issues. He had no physical limitations. So we had plenty of options for him. He had retired years ago to assist his wife with her medical needs. He had savings. He had retirement accounts. He owned his home. He also owned a home on the Oregon coast, and this was something that he really wanted to keep for the family. They spent a lot of time there. He's going. He wants to get back into going down there on a regular basis with the grandkids and meeting them there, so that was something that was important to him. And just traveling and spending more time with his family in general. And like he said, the last couple of years, he just wasn't able to do that. His kids could come see him and see their mom, but they just weren't able to get out of the house much. And so he was really looking forward to doing that. And, you know, he told us that, you know, this is what was so funny. When I was talking to him, you know, he was like, I should have done this years ago. I'm like, well, why didn't you? And he goes, well, 
you know, we were told we didn't need long-term care insurance. And then my wife ended up battling cancer for years. And he, he was asking me, he said, would that have triggered a claim? I said, oh, absolutely. I mean, if she could not do the activities of daily living and she was bedridden pretty much most of the last year, he's like, yeah, that's would have been very helpful to me to, to just to have the resources to bring that in. And this is what really bothers me with these financial advisors and accountants and CPAs and your barber and your neighbor and everybody at the country club. They look at long-term care situations simply as just about money. Well, I've got enough money. I'm not going to worry about it. It's like, okay, well, you're in a complex situation today. Who are you going to call? You're going to call your banker. You're going to call your stockbroker. Your money's not going to solve that problem. And so that was Henry's main takeaway, that there was just a lot going on, and he was having to navigate this and try to figure it out by himself. Here's what he wanted from a plan. Number one, someone to call so his kids didn't have to try to figure it out. So otherwise, he wanted that concierge claim support that I talk about all the time. You know, He wanted that travel guide, somebody that could help him navigate the medical system, get the care, oversee the care, and just help him you know, in that time of need so his kids don't have to do that. He wanted a dedicated stream of income to supplement the income that he had coming in. And he said, you know, what I really want is I know that I have my Social Security and I'll have my required minimum distributions and I want a dedicated stream of income so I don't have to start selling off assets. He has the assets. He could certainly sell those off, but he doesn't want to. He said, I'd rather use insurance to pay for that if I can get a better buy on it than to have to just sell down my assets and pay the taxes. And so that was, you know, kind of something that was driving him there. He wanted to age in home. Um, that was kind of key for him. Like right now, again, he's still kind of trying to get settled back in. He said, ideally, I'd like to stay in my home. But I also know after being a caregiver for my wife that that may not be the best option for me in the future. But I want a plan that's going to help me stay in home. But if I do need to move, I would certainly consider that. He liked the tax advantages of having a long-term care plan. He, he had listened to several of my podcasts. He had come to a webinar. And that's what we talk about. Income pays for care, not assets. And so when you convert those assets to income, like you're selling a stock or you're selling, selling a you know 401k, you're taking money out of a retirement account, well, guess what? You're either paying income tax or capital gain tax to net out that dollar. So he liked the idea of getting that bucket of money that would provide him that tax-free benefit for long-term care. And he loved the idea of just simply repositioning some of his assets because he said, you know, that's what I always tell people. You're self-insuring anyway. So, so these asset-based plans that we talk about all the time are just a better way to do that, right? It's still your money. You're just going to reposition it. You're going to take it out of one pocket, put some features and benefits on it, stick it back in the other pocket. It's still your money, but it's going to pay dividends if you end up in an extended care situation. And he really liked that. So we got down. We started asking him, you know, what's the key things you wanted from the um, – from the the plan and we worked through that whole situation went through that list and then what we really did is we sat down and we went through the carriers and we ended up settling on a carrier that met most of the criteria or all of the criteria actually that he really thought was important number one someone to call so his kids didn't have to figure this out okay that's something that he wanted so we looked at all the different companies out there and you got to understand this was a key point for him I went through this. I had to navigate the paperwork. I had to deal with Medicare. I had to try to try to figure all this stuff out. I Is there somebody out there that can do that for me? And so the different insurance carriers are going to offer different options. Some carriers just simply send you a check. That's it. Those are called those cash indemnity plans. So they say, well, you're on claim. Here's your check. You guys go figure it out. But you have money in your bank every month to pay the bills. You can certainly do that. So there's that extreme one end of the yardstick. At the other end of the yardstick are the companies that offer the concierge-level claim support, meaning they assign somebody to you. And again, think of them as your travel guide. We have someone right now who is actually going through this process. We have somebody assigned to her. They are getting the case managers together. They're helping her find a place to move into because she actually was in the hospital, and then the hospital put her in hospice care. She doesn't belong there, so we're finding her assisted living facility that's close to her house until she gets healed back up. She just had a fall, so we're going to get her back on her feet, hopefully. And so that's what that concierge service does. That's the other end of the yardstick, and that's something that Henry really wanted. So that's really what we ended up settling on. We went and we looked at that company, and by the way, it's the same company that I have my plan with, and we use them all the time, and we have multiple clients on claim with them, so we understand those benefits that they offer. So the next thing was to do, figure out what kind of benefit that we wanted. So Henry said, look, 
I'm going to have Social Security. I've got required minimum distributions. He had a pretty sizable retirement account. And he said, I, you know, I'm going to take X amount out. I'll take the minimum out. And so he was in good shape there. And so he said, I would, would just like to supplement that income. And I would like to supplement it to the point that I don't have to sell off other assets if I need that extra money. And so after just running some numbers and crunching, and that's, you know, like we say, we can start with how much money you want to put in or how much money you want to be able to take out of a policy. We can work the math either way on the calculator. Henry decided that he'd take $8,000 a month. So that's $96,000 a year. That was kind of what he thought would be a good, comfortable amount of money. And then the next step was to decide how long is that policy going to last? Meaning that if I start taking my $8,000 a month out of my policy, is that good for two years? Is it good for four years? Is it good for six years? And we ended up taking out a plan for six years is what he settled on. He said, well, six years is going to give me you know, probably more than enough coverage. I hope I'm not long-term care for more than six years. And so that was kind of the idea. That was the sweet spot. And on a lot of the asset-based plans, I'll just tell you that six years is kind of the sweet spot on individual policies. That's kind of what we do is six years. Because you can get four years, but then when you look at the delta, the difference between four years of coverage and six years of coverage, it's not that much more. So he, he decided, yeah, I think six years is great. That's, that's kind of what I'm going to do. So here's what we set up for Henry. We got him $8,000 a month, again, $96,000 a year of long-term care insurance. We gave him a lifetime benefit instead of six. And I'm going to explain that in a second. I just told you that he settled on six, but I'll show you this in just a second. He funded it with cash in the amount of $179,000. Now, this was money. He had life insurance on his wife. The life insurance paid out. And he thought, you know what? There is no better way for me to use this money right now. I don't need it. I've got investments. I got other cash savings and investments. So I'm going to take some of this life insurance that my wife left to me, and I'm going to put it into this plan so that I can protect myself and my estate and my kids. That's really what he wanted to do. So he's going to write a check for $179,000. That's just cash. The account's going to give him $8,000 a month or $96,000 a year for long-term care insurance for life. And it's going to pay him back if he doesn't use it $200,000. And again, when you hear that, if he uses $150,000 of long-term care insurance and he dies, the estate will still get a check for $50,000. So he's going to get $200,000 back in either tax-free death benefit or long-term care insurance, one of the two. But here's the thing. If he needs long-term care, it doesn't end at 200000 right? So we were talking about chronic care riders. That's, they're using a life insurance, and they'd say, well, out of this $200,000, you can use maybe 90% of it at such and such rate, right? There's a finite amount. Henry actually has unlimited long-term care insurance. That 200000 is just there to return premium to the estate if he doesn't use it, and it's still more money than he put into the plan. And again, he's 72, so if he was 70 it would be less premium for the same benefit. If he was 74, it'd be a little bit more premium for the same benefit. The other features this plan has, concierge-level claim support. So again, this is the company that actually assigns somebody to you on the first call. And then they bring up a back person and they, a, a second person in case your, your concierge person is on you know, vacation or something comes up. There's another person that's always going to be involved and know what's going on in your file so that when you call, when your kids call, you're calling a person with a direct 800 line. You're not calling and being like, oh, look, can we get your policy number? Can we get this? Can we get that? And talking and explaining the situations over and over again. It's one person that's taking notes. They understand where you're at. They understand how to get you the help. They understand the language of the medical system. That person is assigned. That comes with the policy. There's a zero-day waiting period for home and community care. That means that if he gets in an accident... He spends a couple weeks in the nursing home. They send him home. He's going to start getting his $8,000 a month day one. He doesn't have to pay 90 days of care first and then start getting the benefits for home and community care. It's a zero-day waiting period. He's got caregiver training benefits of $16,000. So in case his kids did want to take a class and learn on something on medication management or he's cognitively impaired and they want to take a class on dealing with cognitively impaired people, it'll pay for that. It'll also give him $16,000 for home improvement and medical equipment. So imagine you're at an accident and then all of a sudden you are coming home, but you're using a walker, you're in a wheelchair, and you need a wheelchair ramp. You need a stair lift. You need grab handles. You need an intravenous pump at home. You need uh, an adjustable bed. There's $16,000 that you can pull out of that policy for all of that stuff, and you're still going to get your $8,000 a month of benefit. 
it provides him coverage in all 50 states and Canada. Again, he's like, I'm probably going to age at home, but I also want a policy flexible. I don't know where my kids are going to go. I might end up moving somewhere warmer. I don't know. So he's covered in all 50 states, all the territories of the United States. He's covered full coverage in Canada. He even has some international coverage. So if he is over traveling and gets in a horrible accident, needs to be stabilized, he has some international coverage in this long-term care plan as well too. Now, why lifetime instead of six years? Here's the difference, folks. When we looked at the premium for six years, he could get the exact same $8,000 a month for six years. It's actually about 75 months of benefit because it's a finite amount of money of about $600,000. That premium would cost him $165,000. So what he really has to look at is say, I can put 165 in, I get 200 if I um, don't use it. And if I do need long-term care, I have up to $600,000 to use at $8,000 a month. Or he can look at it and say, well, what's the difference? Well, I got to come up with another $14,000. I put $179,000 in. I'm going to get $8,000 a month for an unlimited amount of long-term care coverage, and I still get $200,000 back. He's getting more money back than he put in either way. And for him, he just looked at this like, look, I'm just repositioning this. That's, you know, I, I'm, I'm walking past dollars to pick up pennies, and that's why these lifetime benefits, especially for single men, there's just not that big a cost difference. And so what happens is what if he went six years and two months? Well, the lifetime benefit's going to be a better deal for him. And also because it's lifetime, he'll have that lifetime concierge claim support, meaning that he will always have somebody at the other end of that phone to help him and his family navigate his care regardless of how long that situation lasts. And this particular company actually has an active claim right now that's going 14 years. Um, it's still active. And so that does happen. And so that's the nice thing. So 165 in. And a lot of people would maybe just say, well, statistically, the average claim is four years from the insurance carrier. I'm going to take six years of coverage. I'm, I'm covered. I'm good. But he was just looking at saying, look, I have this money. It's just it's coming out of some life insurance. It's repositioned anyway. 165, 179, tomato, tomato. I'm going to put the 179 in and get true catastrophic unlimited coverage. So that's how we ended up with a lifetime benefit. Now, let me wrap this up. Think about what this really does for Henry. You know, he just went through being a caregiver. What does he have now? He's got best-in-class claim support. He knows that is in his pocket, right? His kids don't have to try to figure this out if something happens to him. And so that is worth its weight in gold to the family members. I'll just tell you, I've been doing this a long time. That is, it's never whether it's 6000 a month or 8000 a month when we turn these policies on. That's not what's most important. It's like, how do we get the loved one the proper care in the, in the place that they want? How do we manage the claim? How do we get the plan of care? How do we get all that stuff turned on? That's what that concierge claim support does. Gives him that peace of mind knowing that he has a guaranteed benefit in the future. He's not worried about what the stock market's doing. He's not worried about if he spent too much money on the grandkids traveling. He's got a defined bucket of money that's going to last him for a lifetime. And there's money back to the estate. More than he put in is coming back. So again, he just went and put $179,000 in the coffee can in the backyard. If he never needs it, his kids get $200,000 back tax-free. That's nice, okay? But the reason why it's buried back there that should he need long-term care, it's the golden goose. It'll spit out $8,000 a month, $96,000 a year, concierge claim support service for the rest of his life as long as he needs it. That's why we get long-term care insurance. It's the guarantees. It's the leverage. He's in a great situation. So whew, I got to come up for air here, take a quick break, but stick around. I got a few more minutes left. I'll be right back. New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family, and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you reposition some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? 
Well, you can. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for their next free long-term care planning live webinar. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up. You'll learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com. Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yet often, it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. All right, and welcome back. I uh, uh, appreciate everybody that tuned in. I I mean, I really do appreciate your interest in this. We've been doing long-term care radio podcasts now for years, like six years, seven years. I can't even keep track, to be honest with you, but... Um, I really enjoy this because, again, there's so many people out there that don't understand these new options. They don't understand the benefits they have. And like I tell everybody, we're all self-insuring. If you don't have long-term care insurance, you're self-insuring, and there is a better way to do that, and that is with these new asset-based plans. Now, we have classes coming up next Saturday the 1st, and then the following Thursday the 6th. You can download and subscribe to our podcast. You can sign up for one of those webinars all that's at our website at 525longtermcare.com. And again, the reason why we promote these classes is because we want to start with education. Number one, don't call me for a quote. That doesn't mean anything to you. It doesn't mean anything to me. We want to get you educated, let you know about your options, what Medicare pays for, how Medicaid works, what's the difference between an asset-based plan and a traditional plan, hybrid asset-based, linked benefit, I don't care what you call them, the differences. And then we're going to go through all this information, kind of wrap it up, and answer your questions so that when you're ready, if you decide that you want to look into putting a plan in place to protect you and your family, that you kind of got the 101 covered, and then we can kind of get down to business and start talking about you, what's important to you, how do we design a plan that fits your needs, how do we fund that plan. And again, our client of the week, Henry, he just, you know, he had cash, he rolled in with a single deposit, that's great, he's done. But a lot of our clients will do it over time. Some people will put a deposit down and maybe five payments or 10 payments. If you're a business owner, we're going to show you how to get maximum tax deductions. So that's part of the whole overall process. Start with education, and then when you're ready, we're going to sit down with you and just get a customized design plan that's right for you. And your plan is going to be different than mine. It's going to be different than Henry's, but it's going to be your plan. And that's what we're going to try to do. And I think a lot of people are always saying, well, how much do I need? And what's the perfect amount of coverage? There is no perfect amount of coverage. What we're really trying to do is mitigate a risk, a financial loss. And of course, everybody love maximum benefit, but you have to pay for it. So what I tell everybody is we've got to find something that works for your situation that's meaningful to you. And that's really the process. And so sign up for one of those webinars at 525longtermcare.com because it's really the best way to start. Now, you know, one of the, you know, we we're talking today about hybrid plans, and the, there's a reason why I don't say hybrid. I don't like the name and just what we talked about today. It's mostly because that's a, that's the same thing they use for life insurance. They say, oh, well, we have this hybrid plan that you can use if you're uh, in a chronic care situation. Well, again, it's illegal to sell those as long-term care insurance because they are not long-term care insurance. And so you have to really know what you're buying. And there's so many people out there that just assume that, well, that's close enough, that's okay. And it's not. I mean, when you lift the hood, just like I did in my car, it turns out, oh, things aren't as 
as rosy as they look like they are on the outside. And so you can't be afraid to really push back and understand these policies because when you buy an insurance policy, it's a contract. It's a guarantee. And the idea is that you have a guaranteed source of money. And I cannot imagine buying a chronic care rider that does not tell me how much benefit I'm going to get. Oh, and it also limits how I'm going to use the plan, meaning I have to be in a permanent situation. A lot of long-term care events are not permanent. And sometimes they don't look like they're going to be permanent, but they turn permanent. So think of that stroke. Well, the insurance company might just say, well, you should heal up from that. So therefore, it's not a permanent situation. So they're just not going to trigger that claim. And so there's a lot of things you need to know. You have to understand that. And one of the things is why are chronic care riders so popular? I mean, I was blown away by those limer statistics. 91% of them are, are these chronic care riders on life insurance policy, and nobody knows what they're getting, and they don't know how much it's going to cost them if they do get anything out of it. Well, because it's an easy sell. If I sell you a life insurance policy and say, oh, I can throw this chronic care rider on it, and you can use it for an extended care situation in the future, and it doesn't cost you anything right now, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and put that on, right? It's it's just there's no skin off your your back so it's an easy sell also you have to understand that you have to be certified in long-term care insurance you've got to take additional classes you got to take additional continuing education and go through a lot of ongoing learning to be able to sell long-term care insurance but if you have a life insurance policy you can sell a chronic care writer you don't have to have that continuing education or that you have to be licensed but you don't have to have the certification for the long-term care so that's another reason why they do it And I think also there's just a general overall lack of understanding on what extended care situations are, what long-term care events are, how complex they can be, and that comes at both sides, not only from the the people who are going out there trying to get some insurance, but also from the people that sell this. So anyway, I appreciate your interest on this. If you have any questions for us, let us know. You can always email us. You can get all that contact information on our website at 525longtermcare.com. We have a couple classes coming up. You can sign up for that download and subscribe to the long-term care radio podcast you'll get notified the next time a new one comes out and again thanks for uh, tuning in this week i'm gonna get to work i'll be back next week thanks so much you've been listening to long-term care radio with certified long-term care planning specialist brian ott you can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com. The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start with 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com.